It's the Two Dummies Show with Devin and Noah. Ooh, how's it going? It's Two Dummies, but a spooky version of Two Dummies today. I'm Devin. And I'm Noah. And with us today, we have two exciting and scary ladies. Uh... Representing Shockfest, uh, horror horror film festival. Here we have Estelle Hellsbell and Esmeralda. Ooh. Hi, y'all. I'm Estelle Hellsbell, and I am from the Deep South. And if you haven't already guessed, I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. I am Esmeralda, the belle of the ball. I am a vampire from Colombia and I just want to meet some fresh blood and have me a good drink. Yeah. Well, we are excited. I mean, you two are the first supernatural beings we've actually had on our show. Yeah, we've had our parents and two of our friends. Yeah, we've had we've had people, we've had animals, but we've never had a uh, spooky scary ethereal vampires so this is a big deal for us so wait so tell us tell us where what what you're promoting the 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 horror film festival tell us about that all right so we are two femme vamps we have a little show called fang and ow which will be broadcasting live via zoom as a part of a much much bigger event called Macabre Mansion, which is being put on by Shockfest Film Festival 2020. And uh, maybe Esmeralda, you can you can tell them a little bit more about that. Well, Macabre Mansion, my friends, we would love to see you there. It is taking place on Monday, July 27th, save the date, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for you mortal souls on the West Coast that is 6 p.m. Pacific time. And we are just going to be taking you through a tour of the mansion. You're going to meet different characters. And Estelle and I are going to be performing a little show for you. So we would love to have you there with us. Well, that's right. Well, that is so exciting. And to to uh, to usher in this scary vibe, uh, we've prepared a special round of uh, Would You Rather for the two of you. Oh my, thank you so much. I love this game. I feel so favored. Let's get right into it. Okay. Estelle and Esmeralda, would you rather be bitten by a zombie or cursed by a werewolf? Ooh. Uh, Personally, Hmm. myself, I'd rather be cursed by a werewolf. Uh... I'm already kind of dead as it is. So if I was bitten by a zombie, I don't think much will happen. But being cursed by a werewolf sounds kind of fun. <laughs> do you know any werewolves? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do know some werewolves. My neighbor's a werewolf. And uh, a distant cousin of mine's like some strange half-breed werewolf vampire. But we don't talk much because all he does is bark and drool. <laughs> you have a good relationship with werewolves as a vampire? I mean, personally, I do. I don't know about every other vampire. I try to get along with everybody. I'm just so polite. I'm a southern lady. <laughs> because Devin once dated a, a werewolf, and it really did not end well for either of them. No, it did not. Well, no, how about you, Sarah? What do you think? I mean, oops. How about you, Esmeralda? What do you think? <laughs> 
I'm going to have to agree with Estelle. I mean, being bitten by a zombie, you are ugly. You are this decrepit, disgusting thing. If you are bitten by a werewolf and cursed, you still get to be a person. You still get to have your, your sensuality, but it's just when the full moon comes out, you get a little crazy. I think that sounds completely fine. Sounds like me when I, when I hit that uh, bottle of wine. <laughs> sure. sure. Oh, this happens to a lot of us, yes. Absolutely, but instead of wine, when I hit that blood, I get a little crazy. So why change good thing? I got one. Would you rather eat an eyeball or lick a witch's boil? Oh, oh my goodness, my stomach hurts just listening to that. I would rather eat an eyeball. To be completely honest, I mean, blood is good; it comes from the body, so. An eyeball is still, you know, part of that. And I think it would just be a little slimier, but still, like, bearable. I would not do want to lick witches and their body parts. That just not sound like fun for me. Hmm. Do you normally eat eyeballs and body parts as a vampire? Not the eyeballs, but, you know, sometimes depending if it's a smaller person, they might not have a lot of blood in them. So you eat a finger, maybe a toe. And it's all good. You do what you have to do to survive. You know what I mean? This is our life. Only, only, no only the juiciest bits. That's right. It's- exactly, exactly. The juicy part, yes. All right. Well, I've got another one. Would you rather live all eternity as a ghost or as a vampire? These are two different, these are two separate kind of incarnations of the ethereal realm where you're you're eternal but you get to occupy sort of different spaces yeah that's that's an interesting question i'm glad you asked that noah because i've often wondered what it would be like to be dead and invisible at the same time for real well for i mean i'm i'm like undead so i could still be killed if the sunlight hits me, if somebody like chops my head off or stabs me right through the heart, then there's no more stale and the world needs a little bit of a stale. So I'm really curious about what it would be like to be a ghost. I could just like come in and out, wouldn't need to be invited. I would be able to like wisp around in the daylight and finally see the sunlight. I really did enjoy the sun. I'm from the South, right? So I just, I love the sun. But, um, so yeah, I think I'd rather be a ghost because I've been a vampire for hundreds of years now. And, and, and quite frankly, um, I just, I mean, if I had the choice, I'd try something new. I, you know, that's my advice. I have a question. Do you (laughs) sparkle in the sunlight, like in twilight? Oh my goodness. The amount of times I get this question, I got it wrong. Personally, I don't know about you, Estelle, but I do not know one single vampire who is sparkling like diamonds in the sun. That shit hurts when you go out in the sun. It's like a really bad sunburn on 10. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any vampire that would actually risk going out in the sun to test that myth. I know once I was hiding in my little 24-hour saloon and... Uh, there was a little crack in the ceiling and a tiny bit of sun and I started, I started feeling kind of sick and I passed under it because I was like, all right, a little bit of sun ain't going to hurt. And my hair started to smoke and burn. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to risk it. So, no, we don't sparkle. We burn. <laughs> we burn. That sounds terrifying. And is it true about garlic? 
<laughs> Hell yeah, sweetie, it is. Okay, I have another question. Um, would you rather haunt a friend or haunt your enemy? Ha <laughs> ha. Enemies for sure. That would be so much more fun. I love my friends, but I would rather get a little payback on enemies, you know, like I'm still here. I'm going to get you, but I'd much rather haunt my enemies. Would you, sure. would you want to haunt them by like confusing them and like playing little tricks on them or by like enacting legit harm on them? Well, I mean, it depends on, on what they did to me, right? So, uh, my enemy, what kind of enemy are you talking about? If uh, they just annoyed me a little bit, then yeah, maybe I'd trip them. I'd trip them or make them stub their toe, <laughs> like on their way to the bathroom in the dark. But I mean, if they hurt me, if they broke my heart, or if they tried to mess with any of my friends when I was alive, I'd be like, hell no, I would really mess them up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it yeah it's like it's the uh the the mcdonald's drive-through worker that forgot your extra fries oh yeah yeah i make sure that ketchup dispenser just splurted all over their white tennis shoes <laughs> i think i would easily haunt everyone you would want to haunt everyone i would also pinpoint one person just to ruin their day like every day oh just pinpoint one random person Given our history, Devin, I know a that few people fun. who you would haunt. Devin has, I won't say Devin has a lot of enemies, but there are a lot of people who Devin just Hates. grumbles about constantly. <laughs> yes. Like people who they don't know that she hates her, that, that, that she hates them, but she just hates them with a firing passion. And it's usually um, annoying nerdy men. <laughs> yep. <laughs> interesting a little a little shit list if you will yeah i would easily haunt them we might give their names to you after this recording so that you could maybe i don't know uh fly around as a bat in their bedroom or maybe, Take, yeah, or maybe... do little bat droppings on their pillows for sure we got you Devin. <laughs> one of my secret weapons is is that these fangs aren't always here honey so sometimes i just appear to be just a cute little born girl but uh, <laughs> little do you know i'm a bite ya. <laughs> yeah, you yeah you, you kind of look like the ghost of dolly parton's house oh well thank you i'll take that as a compliment <laughs> well usually on this podcast we like to do uh we talk about what's the dumbest thing we've done this week and i was wondering do vampires do dumb things? Have you done anything dumb this week? We don't like to admit it, but, you know, humans, vampires, werewolves, we all make stupid decisions sometimes. So, yes, the dumbest thing I did this week was kind of bringing it back to sparkling in the sun. I watched Twilight on Amazon Prime, and that was the dumbest thing that I have done this week because I feel like I lost brain cells watching it. It was so stupid. The acting was terrible. And I mean, I made a drinking game out of it. So I guess there's that. But overall, bad choice, dumb decision. <laughs> yeah, it yes. seems like the sparkling is really only for cinematic value. And hotness. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, there's some pretty sexy vampires out there, but uh, the only time I sparkle is uh, after a real good drink. I mean, the dumbest thing I did this week, I mixed up my bottles of blood. Oh. So I like to drain my victims and conserve some of the good stuff uh, and, and like different human 
uh, beverages. Some are uppers and some are downers. So I was just trying to get some beauty rest and uh, I didn't have the proper lighting or maybe my vision is getting affected right now. You know, I am a little older than Esmeralda. So I mixed up my bottles and I drank the upper oh, it's like like vampire espresso and I was up all day and I was like oh no it's gonna mess up my sleep pattern I need to be up all night and hunt so that was the dumb thing I did this week sounds like you're making blood kombucha or something well I mean I'm already as unhealthy as can be so I just I just eat blood no kombucha <laughs> straight out straight out the jar right out the vein and then distilled nicely kept at room temperature and then out of the out of the jar yeah i'm imagining that you've got one of those big orange gatorade coolers of that's blood. just that that's just got the little button that you push to the with the little spigot opening so you can just like you're a football player trying to uh, refuel at the end of a hard game <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a little fancier than that i mean it's not bright orange and like plastic it's kind of brass and sexy looking it's got some really intricate uh detail and carvements on there uh you know well how's your how's your vet look esmeralda my vet i mean i don't really have a vet in my place of living i kind of just keep it in mason jars in the refrigerator nice dainty pretty everything is labeled so i do not confuse my uppers you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes, because sometimes you have to ration these things out. Sometimes it is so hard, especially now with this virus thing. It is hard to find a good body to drink blood from because I don't want to drink sick blood. You'll get sick. It's it's bad. That's right. And I live in I live in Hollywood, everybody. And uh, I was I was flying around on Tuesday night in Hollywood and highland and there was a no soul were sucking on that street i mean there were a couple homeless guys but i wouldn't suck their blood no offense uh i just i don't know i i like to keep my blood nice and pure the younger the better so like little babies little babies are the best and there weren't no little babies out on the street at hollywood and highland on tuesday night yeah, that's a good... How have you guys been holding up now that everybody is stuck in their homes and not, like, freely just roaming the streets at night? Because I imagine, you know, if you're in Hollywood, there's probably a lot of people out and about uh, on, you know, at the clubs and whatnot at, at night, but not anymore. Not so. Where are you getting your victims now? Well, personally, I don't know about Esmeralda, but um, like I said, these things don't... They're not always out, right? So I had to resort back to the time when you know the spanish flu was going on or even the plague because i was around at that time and uh i just like to disguise myself as a pretty little thing maybe maybe a lady other than that (laughs) (laughs) and uh, there's always there's always men out there looking for action so that's kind of kind of where i've been absolutely play sir let me in your house yes for me or your car (laughs) i do not take (laughs) <laughs> I don't take that route. For me, part of being a femme vamp is I teach dance classes. I teach belly dance. I teach Zumba classes. And so COVID, everything is going virtual. So I figure, why not myself? So I put out advertisements for my classes. Sometimes they're a little risque because sometimes I like blood from men a little bit more than women. And 
if you click on my class or you click on the advertisement, you are essentially letting me into your house. And we all know what happens after you let a vampire into your house. So that is kind of how I have been trying to survive this whole pandemic situation. It, it's tough, but we do what we have to do. How that is, Morel. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to teach me some of your tricks because I'm not so tech savvy. I'm a I got you a spell. Don't you worry. No te preocupes. I will teach you my ways. Oh, thank you, darling. Well, Devin, before this, you told me you had a great dumbest thing of the week. So let's hear it. Okay, so I have two dumbest things of the week. One is involving me, and then the other is involving somebody else. So I will start with myself. It's not as funny. Um, I recently got a puppy. And she's the cutest thing ever. You cannot drink her blood. I will not let you. But that's all right. I like human blood. <laughs> I love puppies. They're cute. They're great because they sense blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just found out after turning in a fecal sample to the vet, she has oh. she has hookworm. Oh no. So oh. my dumbass was letting her kiss my nose and my mouth. <laughs> And now she has hookworm, which is spread through <laughs> saliva. Oh. Of course you would. Yeah. So is hookworm, is hookworm anything like heartworm or is it like, can you cure it? It is curable, but it is also extremely contagious. I used to have ringworm. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so puppy has hookworm. I don't want her, um, I don't let her on my bed anymore. But um, <laughs> but the dumbest thing was today. We were picking up her medication from the vet, and me and my mom parked in front. I was in the passenger seat, and she was in the driver's. And all of a sudden, someone's going up to our door, and he opens the passenger door, and it's this eighty-year-old man, and he's he opens the door and tries to sit on me. And what? I'm I'm not joking. This man opens the passenger seat, which is parked in front of the vet and tries to get into the car. And I'm like, wrong car, wrong car. <laughs> and then eventually he went, huh, then shut the door and just walked off. Oh my. He opened wow. the car door while you were in the car? I was fully in the passenger seat, just sitting there. And he tried to wow. sit on me. Wow. Yeah, that is that is a supremely dummy moment. Yeah, it was. Extreme. We should have that guy on the show to to have <laughs> him redeem himself. It was yeah. crazy, and then he just started to walk around the parking lot, and that's why I, old people can't drive. I, I don't think they should be allowed to. Sounds like that was a little pre premeditated on his behalf. He probably saw pretty little things in the passenger seat. Was like, I'm gonna sit on her. Oh, thank God we were both wearing masks. Because if we weren't, oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think yeah. he was trying to make an advance at you? Yeah, he obviously saw this hot piece of ass and tried to sit on it. Hey, <laughs> so, Noah, what's your dumbest moment? Oh, okay. Well, this, this, um, so on, on Tuesday, we, Devin and I put out a new episode of Two Dummies, and we wanted to promote it. And we wanted to go live to all of our fans and say like, hey, we're, we got a new episode. We're, you know, we're going to have a live stream. We're going to maybe answer a few questions on the air. And we, and, and we, we got on live and not a single person joined us for like an hour. And I got so mad. I was like, nobody likes me. And that's the dumbest thing of the week. because We did, we did get one person Aww. and it was your sister. 
<laughs> we did get one person, and actually, we, did, we actually did get one other person that actually Christine knows. You remember? Remember, we got Simon. Who's, who's Christine? Oh, Christine is one of my other friends who uh, I talked to <laughs> way back, way back uh, when we used to go out in society. That's right. I know Christine. Sometimes yeah, she's I your friend that's... too. She's my friend. I possess her body from time to time. Well, Simon, Simon, I know Simon. I yeah, you know that sleep. guy. Oh, yeah, he's funny, and he's a creepy little fucker. Yeah, sorry if I can't say that. Yeah, you, you were watching outside his window one night. <laughs> That's right. I was like, Simon, <laughs> open your window. And then he looked at me, and he scared me half to death. I was like, whoa, man, Simon's a tree right now. That's just crazy. Hey, <laughs> Shall we uh, get into the Dear Abby questions? Yeah, but first, let's take a quick break. <laughs> and we're back on Two Dummies with Estelle Hales Bale and Esmeralda, two vampires from the ethereal realm. Now, what do you say, Devin? This is Two Dummies. This is an advice podcast. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Why talking. Are you I'm talking in a southern accent. <laughs> You've caught Estelle's accent. Yeah, it's as if you and I were on the same improv team. How dare we? I mean, sometimes I just get riled up, you know? Okay, so this is Two Dummies. This is a comedy advice podcast where we dive way back deep into the archives of Dear Abby and other popular advice columns and answer people's problems from 20 years ago with our own idiotic insight. And now, two vampires. So I've got a great question that is about scaring people. Oh. So it's something that you guys definitely have a fair amount of experience with. Okay. So this is from October 26th, 2000. That's the day before my, my mortal birthday. I was born on October 27th. Estelle. But you were, but this is from 2000. So, but you were born on October 27th, 27th, 1000, right? Yeah, like hundreds and hundreds of years before that, yeah. This okay. is crazy because my mortal birthday is on the 23rd of October. Oh, my. But, you know, so we are like birthday like twins, kind of Scorpios. Oh, my God. We Scorpio. never knew this. We did know this, and we've only ever met on screen. So I think this is amazing. No wonder we get along so good, honey. <laughs> I know. Cheers. Let me have a sip of my blood real quick. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. So go mm -hmm. for it, buddy. Okay, so this is a good one. So this isn't much of a question, but I, one, one thing I love about Dear Abby and all these advice columns from before the internet and cell phones is that people would just reply to things and give their own um, two cents. So I just want to hear you guys' opinion on this. So Dear Devin and Noah and the, the Fangin' Out crew, <laughs> I just read the letter from Concerned in Phoenix about the friend whose husband scares their two-year-old. Tell Concerned to lighten up. The kid isn't getting traumatized. I've been scaring my three kids since they were six. Um, the three-year-old was just looking for me, and I decided to hide and scare him. Yes, he did turn white and jump a mile, but the, but the laughter and hugs and kisses afterwards um, that followed more than made up for it. All three kids and my husband joined in the game, and we have spent the last ten years scaring me back. Everyone is happy and healthy, and we share a great sense of humor. It's all in fun. My only rules are never to do it to be evil, and don't scare anyone over 50. I don't want a heart. I don't want anyone dying of a heart attack. From Scared and Happy in California. So the real question is here, 
What is the right way to scare a kid? Anyway, really, I mean, I agree with this person, you know, like as long as it is not malicious or you're not trying to hurt them in any way, a good little jump scare is completely fine. And afterwards you tell them like, oh, it's okay. It's, it's me, mom or dad or whoever. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's all in good fun. And, you know, sometimes you teach the kid about the world. They're going to get scared when they grow up. So what? Show yeah. it to them when they're young. That's right. And I think um, being able to get scared and then laugh about it really builds your character. I mean, when I was mortal, my brother had really, really long hair. And I guess you can compare him to the heavy metal guys of the 80s. He, he I guess he... If I could compare him to anybody, he was a heavy metal guy and he listened to a lot of uh, really advanced, fast, aggressive music. And my parents were just sick of me. I was the, I was the youngest and uh, they just let me do whatever my little evil heart desired. Even before I was a vampire, I was scaring everybody around town. They used to call me a little monster and little witch. So I think they knew I was going to become a vampire. But anyways, uh, my brother would be sent up to discipline me. And instead of disciplining me, he would, I was scared of my brother. He had pictures of like demons on his wall in his bedroom because he lacked that kind of music. And he would run <laughs> to me. I'd be in my room screaming, having a fit. Ah, I'm crazy little girl. And he would run into my room with his hair all in his face and be like, oh, I'm going to send you to hell. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh my God. And I'd, I'd be so scared, but I'd laugh. But for the longest time, because my brother lived in the basement, I thought he was the devil because my mom used to tell me we're Catholic growing up. My mom used to, my grandma, Polish grandma, and my mother, her daughter, used to tell me that if I was a bad little girl, the devil would reach up from underneath the ground and yank me under. And so my brother lived in the basement and he had all these scary pictures on his wall, listening to some really aggressive, scary music. So I thought he was the devil. So, I mean, I love him. He's my brother. But I, I'm fine. I turned out fine. Now I'm a vampire. Look at me. Well, and now you're Hell's Bell. So you seem to I, embrace that. I mean, it just seems... It came full circle. It came full circle. Now now I'm in hell. So I guess it but, works. <laughs> but I guess what I really wanted to know is, like, no offense, you guys, but you guys are pretty scary looking. <laughs> and so... We take this as a compliment. Thank you. Thank yeah. And so... What, how, how do you kind of handle it when you scare someone just on the street in real life? Do you double down? Do you apologize? No, I'll laugh. <laughs> no, no, I don't apologize because this is who I am and I'm not apologizing for being a scary vampire. Deal with it. You know what I mean? It's all That's good. Right. And especially little kids, they like to scream and run. So I chase them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love this uh, vampire empowerment. Gotta lo love your scariness. Yes. <laughs> Z formations for all of us. Wonderful. Z formations. Well, I've got a question. Let's hear it. So, dear Devin, Noah, and the Fangsters, I have been married to a wonderful man for two years. Oh, also, this is from the 2000s. I have been, no, it's from 2006. I have been married to a wonderful man for two years. We both have daughters the same age, born the same year. They will be 17 next March. My husband works all day and I stay home and take care of the kids. I also have two other girls, both under 10. My problem is the 16-year-olds sneak around and do things behind my back when they are told they cannot do them. One big issue is that although my ex has custody of my daughter, she stays with me because she cannot be trusted alone at his house. 
My husband and I bought the older girls cell phones to keep tabs on them when they are not home, but the cell phones have caused so much arguing in the house that it's unreal. Both girls have been told they cannot talk after midnight, but every time I get the bill, there are calls after midnight. I'm talking 1 a.m., 2 a.m., even 4 a.m. They say I am not wrong to let them talk after 12 because they are adults. I mean, I am a mean mother, and I just want to prevent them from having a life. Now my daughter is saying that as soon as she's 17, she's moving out because she cannot stand it here. What should I do? Wait, so what's the problem? I know. (laughs) Sounds like like a a healthy teenage girl. That's what it sounds like to me. Yes, exactly. So the the mother's like, what do I do to get my teenage girl to love me? And so what I've been doing is just like taking away everything she likes (laughs) and like not letting her do things that she wants to do. Yeah. My question is, would you eat her if she ran away? The teenager? Yeah. Are you into eating? (laughs) Oh, hell hell yes. Hell yes. Oh my goodness. It's fair game. Exactly. And the spunkier the person the spicier the blood in me, I see blood. I'm from Colombia, so I'm all about flavor. Yes, I am telling you this. The spunkier, the more attitude the person has, it's like a little like afterburn when you suck their blood. But you have to like that kind of blood. I don't know, Estelle, do you like a little bit of spicy blood? What do you think? I like, I like spicy blood, and it just depends. These girls sound like they're, I mean, they sound like they're just regular teenage girls but uh there there's something to be said about virgin blood so if that blood was virgin run around town hell yeah i'm gonna drain that little girl i'm gonna put her in the bottles in my <laughs> in my fancy brass vat and i'm gonna label that virgin blood because that stuff makes your skin complexion glow real nice it makes your hair nice and strong and it also gives you this nice little smell uh but i mean if she's like a spicy little 16 year old that's had a <laughs> Had a couple experiences. Uh, I mean, hell yeah! You know what? I'll suck her. I won't. I won't drain her, and I won't kill her. Um, I might turn her. I might turn her into me and uh, train her after, so she can go and get some cute guys for me to dine hmm. on later on. If you like virgin blood, it's a win-win. You should try Noah. Oh, oh, good one! Oh. Wow, I've been wow, I've been really roasted here. But you guys have actually got me really interested here. Do are there a lot of different flavors of blood, like different ages or 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 regions of the world? Do they, do they have different tastes? Oh, absolutely! Of course they do. Absolutely. I mean, without sounding uh, prejudiced or racist or anything, but it really you are what you eat, right? So yes. if I eat if I eat just like a Caucasian person. And they and they like you know potato chips and stuff. The blood's a little more starchy. There's more carbs in the blood, so I, I kind of break out in a little bit of a salt rash. Uh, but if I if I take somebody from the Orient or like India somewhere, and they they take quite good care of their blood, and they also eat really flavorful food, so their blood is just kind of spicy. <laughs> yeah, I imagine just different regions mm-hmm. of the world have different flavor palettes. Sarah, Esmeralda, Esmeralda, what do you think? <laughs> Well, I agree with you 100%. Having come from Colombia, everyone over there, well, not everyone, you still find nuances with the different body types, like skinnier people who who might see their body differently. They taste a little bit different than someone who eats a lot. 
And a lot of the flavorful food, it gets in your bloodstream. So they taste really flavorful, really nice. Coming over to America, it really depends on, like you guys say, the region and what these people put into their body. I mean, last week I sucked the blood of this very muscular, like macho man kind of thing. And he pretty much tasted like a protein shake, which is okay. <laughs> but, you know, the gyms are closed. So what am I going to drink a protein shake for? But it really depends. Everyone like is protein different. shake and entitlement. Yes, exactly. I think his name was Brad or Chad or something. So, yes. All right. Well, I've got one more question. For sure. This one is from October 10th, 1996. Dear Devin and Noah and Estelle and Esmeralda, I am 60 years old. Somewhere in the past, I acquired the habit of pushing my plate towards the center of the table when I finish eating. My lady friend, who was born and educated in England, says this really gets on her nerves. I never noticed it before because I've always thought it proper that it signals to the server that you are finished with the course. But please advise. So the question here is, what is the proper way? Uh, what, what, what do you do when you're finished with your food, per se? Now, is this at a restaurant? This is, this could be at a restaurant, but I'm I'm adapting it to the vampire sensibility. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change this question to, how do you dispose of the body? Well, it depends on your location. I mean, yeah. sometimes if you happen to be by a body of water, like sometimes I would dance in cabarets that are near lakes or whatever, then you can just toss it over the bridge, let it go, and no one's gonna know it was you. Sometimes you do have to bury the body if you're in the woods or whatever, but yeah, it's, it gets a little difficult. I don't, I don't necessarily like uh, drawing too much attention to myself and my whereabouts. So when I, when I like to kill and hunt, I do it as far away from my 24-hour salute as possible because I'm also a singer and entertainer. Um, Noah, you heard some of our songs where... Oh, uh, yeah. Esmeralda dances to it, and uh, I sing, and I'm going to plug Shockfest one more time because uh, you're, you're going to see some live performance on, on that. Yes, so you are. So um, click all the links when they're up on uh, the description. But anyways, uh, I don't even like to dig holes, really. I like to eat them by a body of water and then shove them in, and then the fish can do the rest. You know, it's just like a full circle. you got to help each other out. So you like to hang out by the harbor, by the wharf, by the, by the, by the water's edge, so that you can have a, a, a nice, convenient dumping area. I respect that. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been a wonderful episode of Two Dummies. We would love to thank you so much for, having, for, for coming on. Um, and tell us again how, they can, how, how people can see your, your Times Square video. All right, you'll have to like and uh, follow Shock Fest Film Festival 2020 Facebook page, and there will be a Zoom link, um, but they're going to be broadcasting that live on their Facebook event, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on Monday, July 27th. We've got the biggest screen in Times Square, New York City, the Godzilla screen, so also we also have some limited uh special tickets to give away this event does cost um i don't know it's not much it's like 
10 bucks no. or something like that. Yeah. Um, but the catch is if you're going to get a free ticket from us, then you got to vote to keep us on because this is a competition. Now, uh, Esmeralda and I mm -hmm. met while we were auditioning uh, uh, for the new role of the host for Shockfest TV. And then they mm -hmm. paired us up together to see our ensemble work to see how we can hunt and uh, summon <laughs> all these uh, beautiful mortal souls to us. And we're doing such yeah. a good job that we got some uh, nice stuff on our INDB coming up. Malcolm McDowell from A Clockwork Orange uh, is going to be hosting the event and narrating it. So mm -hmm. we're going to get that that credit on our IMDb. Ooh, that's going to be fun. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And um, Esmeralda, tell, tell us more about it. So Malcolm McDowell is going to be narrating, taking us through the macabre mansion, and you should definitely join us. You can, like Estelle said, go to Shockfest Film Festival 2020, their Facebook page. And in there, you should find a link to the Facebook event of Macabre Mansion itself. And it will have the link to the Eventbrite website where you can purchase a ticket. Like Estelle said, they're not that expensive, but we do have some promo codes for people. If, like Estelle said, you are willing to vote for your favorite staying girls who are just banging out at Macabre Mansion. That's right. Um, we're going to be randomly selecting these people. So what you got to do, you got to like and follow Shockfest. You got to like and follow uh, this awesome podcast as well. I better see your numbers increase. And um, how, how do they go about doing that? Oh well, you're already on. You're already at Two Dummies. If you if you if you're here, follow us on Instagram yeah. at Two Dummies Podcast. Um, but before we go, I would love if you guys could give us a live rendition of your theme song, "Fanging Out." All right. Well, oh. just rest assured, Esmeralda's dancing along, even if you can't see her. Um, so yes, my uh, hips do not lie; they will be moving. <laughs> All right. One, two. One, two, three. We're just banging out. We're just banging out. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. Beautiful. And so before we go, we've got one more thing that we always make our guests say. Uh, we aren't two dummies. We love chickens. And so, and so one thing we make all of our guests say as we sign off is, is to go, bok, bok, bok. Oh. Now? Should we right do this now. together? Yeah. All right. Okay. One, two, three. Bok, bok, bok. And this has been a great episode of Two Dummies, Two Vampires. All right, yeah, I'm Noah. I'm Devin. And we're signing off on a very spooky episode of Two Dummies. Ooh. Bye. Ooh. Boo. Ooh.